0: up on today's show we are diving into taxes it is tax season so we're going to begin our discussion today with taxes and then we're also going to jump into some reminders of some things that we may already know but it's good to revisit from time to time and then wrap up the weekly show with conversations around the correlation between financial health and our mental and physical health as well that and much more all on today's show
1: and now, now. The Allon Exchange, Exchange with Jay and Brittany Hagee. Welcome into The Allon Exchange with Jay and Brittany Hagee. I'm your consumer advocate, Chrissy Paradis, in studio with the founders of Allon Planning Partners, Brittany Hagee and Jay Hagee. Guys, how how's the week been
2: so far? We've been really busy and it's been great. We've been able to... Meet with a lot of folks and uh, continue planning and doing financial planning for them, but it's also been a little on the cold side here this week. So, right? Yeah, we're, <laughs> we're we're trying to we're, we're ready for spring to push on forward.
1: Absolutely, and it's that super super fun time of year for everybody that that tax planning. That's right time. Yes, um, and so this conversation we're about to have is a very very appropriate. Uh, but if you'd like to sit down with Jay and Brittany, and have a conversation about your circumstances, your situation. You can call now, anytime during the show or throughout the week, and take advantage of a comprehensive and complimentary financial plan with the folks at Allon Planning. 800-971-4549 is the number. 800-971-4549. And diving in, I, I would be lying if I said I knew. A lot about tax planning mm-hmm. at all. It, it, it's well, it's
0: a hefty topic. I mean, right? t- tax laws are constantly changing. And mm-hmm. this is why we partner with CPAs and tax professionals who specialize in tax law and knowing how to, to handle some of these situations. Um, and really, we're not going to get into tax law and all of that today. <laughs>
2: well, but speaking to that, you know, in a couple of weeks, I wanted to put this in uh, everyone's uh, Back pocket is that we have invited one of our CPA partners uh, into studio to speak with us on tax planning. So uh, that's going to be, you know, probably the first of March or the end of uh, February. But but be listening for that because that's a show you won't want to miss.
0: Yeah, that's right. So we are going to dig into some of the legalities on that show. But today we're going to talk just about what's on everybody's minds. We are all working on our taxes putting together our expenses and our write offs and all of those things that we have to compile together in order to file our taxes and it's it it is timely for us to 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 talk through this, but the thing is, is when it comes to financial planning, specifically retirement planning, taxes is one of the areas that gets really pushed to the side. Right. Typically, um, many people don't consider how will taxes impact my retirement plan, or how will taxes impact my overall financial plan. Mm-hmm. Um, it, because we can't predict the future tax rates, but we can't. We do know, obviously, what tax rates are now, yep. and we can plan. A According to what we do know. And so. And, and we
2: do know that federal spending and federal debt limits are higher than they've ever been before. That's right. And so if I had to take a guess at it, I would guess the tax rates eventually <laughs> have to come up because yeah. the only way we can pay all this money back that we're yeah. spending and going into further debt is to tax more of our our income and tax more of our qualified plans and things like this. So yeah, if I had to guess, I'm gonna tell you in the next few years tax rates will be increasing. Yeah,
0: it's very unlikely that tax rates will go down or remain the same. The, like, they can't unlikely. really
1: go down organically, I'm sh- right? Like that's I know that might no, be a I mean, silly question. And,
2: you know, the the uh, tax cuts and jobs act, which is basically what it says, is we've had the lowest tax rates in a long time, you know, over the last few decades, right now we are experiencing uh, that that lowest uh, tax bracket as far as income taxes are concerned that we've experienced in a long time. And so we should be taking advantage of paying some lower taxes right now and things like, you know, we're gonna talk about Roth conversions yeah. and, and maybe, you know, considering looking at Roth accounts right now because we are paying lower amounts of taxes than we previously have. Now that's sunset provision Uh, is in 2026. So when that goes away, we automatically would revert back to old tax brackets, which was before the 2017 bill passed. But if they do not pass and continue this plan, taxes will automatically increase. And your question was, do they automatically go down? No, they'll automatically increase if something's not done.
1: So this is a yeah, this, these steps to counteract taxes. I mean, this super helpful information. For folks, I'm ready to
2: Absolutely. I got my Let's like go to
1: my my notepad ready to go. Yeah. Yeah.
2: So, one of the areas that you want to look at when it comes to taxes is your distributions from your qualified accounts because distributions from qualified accounts can push you into a higher tax bracket. So, any, you know, taxable distribution that you take from any retirement plans, it um, it not only adds to your tax bill and your ordinary uh, tax rate, but they also can push you into a higher rate. You have to be careful in yeah, knowing where one. your um, your bracket is and where you fall within the bracket. Uh, of your tax bracket in order not to accidentally be pushed into the next tax bracket by taking a larger distribution.
0: Yeah, because these types of distributions are taxed as ordinary income. So you take those from your accounts. And so it's added to that ordinary income. So like Jay said, wherever you fall on the spectrum, uh, of the, the the threshold limits between the tax brackets is really important for you to know if you are taking from any of these accounts, because it could bump you up. Into That's right. A, a lot bracket. of
2: people think that, well, I've held this 401k or this IRA for a long time. And most folks know that if I hold a, an asset more than one year, it's not taxed at ordinary income, it's taxed at capital gains rates. Mm-hmm. And they think it's a lower rate, but they don't realize that qualified money, so 401ks, IRAs, Things like this are taxed at ordinary income, so you got to plan on what your ordinary income bracket is, not what capital gains would be at fifteen percent or twenty percent. Let's say mm-hmm. it could be you could be paying twenty five percent on on these withdrawals. Um, so you have to make sure that you know your tax bracket, you're not pushing yourself into a higher tax bracket by taking distributions, and that you're withdrawing uh, these funds from the right buckets.
0: So here's another one for you. Chrissy, do you think that social security income is taxable to those who receive it?
1: No. I it it no. There, I my guess would be no. Am is that right? Well, well
0: that seems logical, yeah, right? Yeah, that's
1: that's how I feel. But like-
0: unfortunately that is not the case. What? So so yeah, social security benefits can be taxable. And he, which, which first of all it's just crazy because it is we're being taxed on what we've paid in tax
2: it's it's absurd <laughs> wild. Um, because listen you pay social security tax while you're working your whole life and then you turn around and receive those dollars back to you and, and you're pay gonna pay tax taxes on, on those. those right it's
0: wild it's like so, a quadruple so Brittany's tax. Talk about
2: what that looks like
0: yeah well it is it's it's a it's a it's definitely taxed multiple ways so The bottom line is, is that your social security benefit can be either taxed as 0%, 50%, or 85%. And that depends on a number of different factors. Um, The income you make, all all types of different things that impact that. So it's just important to know where you fall on that. So let me give you an example. Let's say you earn more than $34,000 in income you'll face taxes, you'll have to pay taxes on up to 85% of your Social Security benefit. So that's, I mean, that's pretty big, that that threshold seems kind of low for that type of tax. But unfortunately, it's something that we have to consider and plan for It it matters it makes a difference in your bottom line, your bottom dollar at the end of the year. So Wow! Here's your public service announcement yeah.
2: <laughs> that you will pay taxes on Social Security if you're making over those thresholds. That's right. And so what we tried to attempt to do in financial planning is to make sure that we keep those tax brackets as low as possible so that you're paying less and less of your Social Security income uh, in tax dollars. Because what you don't want to do is always make sure that you're paying 85 percent of your Social Security uh, in taxes or, or 85% of it counted towards your taxable income. So we can help plan and, and put uh, strategies in place that helps lower those income levels for folks so that they do not have to increase their social security tax.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, clearly as financial advisors, financial planners, we cannot adjust tax law. The, the, again, those things, obviously we have no control over. Neither do you as a consumer or an a, um, individual living here in the United States. But we can control, like we talk about a lot, how these assets are positioned, which makes a difference in tax qualification right. and things like that. So a big part of the overall picture in comprehensive financial planning includes looking at our tax situation Things factors just like this, like we're discussing because
2: every dollar that we can save you in taxes that that we can help say, hey, we're not CPAs, we work with CPAs. um, So this isn't tax advice. But if we can help you save money and what you're paying Uncle Sam, we do not have to take as much risk in your plan in order to get you to the goals that you have. Does that make sense? So if I'm spending more money in taxes, I have to make that money up somewhere in order to reach the goals that I have. So that means we have to take more risk in your plan. So it works hand in hand to save money in taxes because you also can lower your risk tolerance and lower your risk on your financial plan in order to get to the goals that you have. That's huge and why tax planning is important. Now, one thing that folks don't think about a lot are these required minimum distributions. So there again, on our qualified funds, if you had to guess, uh, we're paying a lot of tax uh, dollars already as it is an income tax. But there's a huge bucket out there um, that is sitting, uh, waiting to be taxed. And that bucket is?
0: Qualified Qualified accounts, accounts,
2: qualified plans, that's IRAs, that's 401ks, you know, um, and so it's it's just waiting. So there are trillions of dollars in 401k plans out there um, that the government would love to get the tax dollars on, right? And so RMD age this year just went up to 73. So if you have not hit 73 yet, you don't have to worry about this, but you can plan for it to be more effective when you do have to take them. But when you take RMDs, they start at age 73. So they typically start a little bit above 3% of your total asset net worth uh, that you have to receive in a required minimum distribution. And every year they increase, you know, going forward. So you need to take into considerations that RMDs are going to cause a taxable event for you. So if you're at 73 and you haven't planned uh, to, to know what your RMD number is going to be and you just get hit on the year 73 with a large amount of money that you have to take out of your uh, qualified accounts that can raise you up to your next tax bracket that can cause some major implications on your social security tax
0: that's right so and
2: there's things that we have to do to plan to make sure that you're not stuck with no options.
0: yeah so that's important right there don't tune out just because you think i'm not of rmd age i'm not 72 73 as of this year i'm not i'm not that age so i don't have to be thinking about those That is not the case because of what Jay just mentioned. There are things that you can do to plan for those distributions so that you do not face a tax issue when you do have to begin taking those RMDs. There's a big difference in planning towards those and setting up a a strategy and positioning your assets in a way now that helps for that moment than if you don't. There is definitely a difference that's made when it comes to your taxes. It seems like it's going to
1: impact everybody regardless of... Of That's how old my you are point. now. Oh, it, will. That's my point, yeah, Christy, it will
2: is that that ultimately all of us are gonna be taxed, right? We can't get out of that. You can't get out of paying taxes or dying. Yep. That's the two things, right? And so you're going to be paying taxes. So the thing is, how do we plan to minimize that tax bill? One of example, because I could give you many, but one example is just utilizing Roth accounts better, meaning that you're paying taxes as you put the money into these accounts or doing Roth conversions little bit at a time, little buckets of money at a time, going into a Roth which is tax-free. So even on the gain, when you withdraw those, you have tax-free income. It does not go towards the taxable income that you would have to pay that year. And it does not require a minimum distribution. It does not require an RMD at all. Mm -hmm. So if you have a Roth account, you don't ever have to take from it. If you want, you could let it grow tax-free You know, until you pass away and then lend it down, send it down to the next generation. But uh, so you know, there are many factors that we take into consideration when it comes to tax planning, but Roth accounts are a huge one.
0: And this is the kind of thing that we do day in and day out. Having these conversations, putting together comprehensive financial plans to help you move out of survival mode and into a place where you That's are right. thriving yeah. and and not just barely making it or, or, you know, hoping you get to where you want to be, but that you're thriving and that you are actively working towards where you want to end up. And it's implementing strategies just like this that Jay mentioned here that make a major difference in your overall financial picture. Give us a call today 1-800-971-4549. Again, 800-971-4549. You can also go directly to our website at allonplanning.com. That's A-L-L-O-N planning.com. You can schedule your complimentary consultation directly from our website. You can go straight to our calendar there and schedule an appointment at your convenience. You don't ever have to pick up the phone and call if you don't want to. So we invite you to do that today because listen, this makes a difference. Talking through these situations makes a difference in sure. your overall financial picture. Let us help you thrive.
1: And we do have to take a short break, but again, that number 800 800 And Brittany, Jay, what do you guys have in store for us on the other side of the break?
2: Well, coming back, Chrissy, we're going to offer some practical financial planning advice for retirement that you'll want to take advantage of.
1: We are back on the Allon Exchange with Jay Hagee and Brittany Hagee of Alon Planning Partners. If you have any questions for Jay and Brittany and the team at Alon Planning, they do all things financial plan all your financial planning needs. One place, one stop.
2: That's right.
1: Yep. It's all in one (laughs) um, location. They've got you covered. And for (laughs) listeners of the program, they offer each week, no cost or obligation, chance to sit down. With the team and have a comprehensive, custom-tailored retirement plan built as a thank you. And I know these take a lot of time and they have a lot of components involved in them. That's right. Um, And you could call right now. We've got folks standing by. 800-971-4549. 800-971-4549 is the number.
2: That's it, Chrissy. I want to interject one thing there is that it's not just a complimentary consultation. We offer written financial plans so that you have something tangible that says, hey, here's where I want to go. Here's the goals that I have set. Here's a plan and a roadmap to get there. We want to make sure that everybody that we meet with has a solution, has a solution based plan and that it's written and that it's understood. So we want to hand something tangible. It's not, not just in, a conversation. And not in Greek. Yeah, absolutely. We're we not going to give you something we're that you're not going to understand. Folks. <laughs> um, and so we try to keep everything elementary because that's what we believe works, right? People will follow something that we understand. We will all follow a plan that we can understand. And so I wanted to interject right there because the complimentary consultation that we'll have will lead to a complimentary written plan that you can have.
1: You guys were able to help me save a bunch. Like, I mean, just your and working with you guys for a under a year I was able to save money and pay off my my debt and credit cards. That's
2: awesome. And
1: yeah. um, that's, I mean, those are the kind of changes so that make a big difference. Right?
2: Yeah, they we're so proud of you for making those oh, steps, yeah. you know, and I'm awesome. sure you feel much freer <laughs> than I, when I you started st- I
1: really do. But it was something I didn't want to look at or really address at, you know, I kind of didn't want to look under that rock. And now that I I kind of tackled it, head on, I feel so much better. And it was just those incremental, small.
2: Absolutely. Small yeah.
0: Stuff. And those that that's it, Chrissy. And those are the the types of things that we want to talk about here today is some of this stuff may not be new to you. Some of it may for some, but for others, it may just be a reminder of what you already know, but maybe need a little push to, Hey, don't forget about this. Let's take a look at this. Uh, just as kind of like a friendly nudge <laughs> again, like we said in the last segment, Kind of like a public service announcement. Take a look at this. Don't forget, you know, don't, don't neglect this. So, um, the first one is very, very simple. Start saving early. We have a lot of people come to us and they're just like, I don't know where to begin. What do I do? What's the first step? Just start saving. Take some take some dollars and put it, even if it's just starting and putting it in a savings account just and building up. Yep, yep. Just start building somehow, putting some money aside. Because saving now means less scrambling later. Means that you're not going to have to be trying to put all the pieces together later when it's time to, to pull from accounts or draw, draw down from those retirement accounts. I don't know if you've heard the uh, quote that talks about, you know, every time you borrow money, you're robbing your future self. Well, this is kind of the opposite of that. Like is every time that you put away into your savings or right. put away into your retirement, you are giving a gift to your future self. It's it's the opposite of borrowing and hurting your future self. It's giving and and pouring back into. Hey, this is this is for my future. This is for my future. This is for paying off uh, my house. This is for uh, my daughter's retirement fund. Or co- I'm sorry. This is for my daughter's college savings fund. This is for retirement. This is my. This is going to support me when I no longer am working. You know, having those tangible things to think about mm-hmm. th- and thinking those as we're contributing and saying this. this. This is for a purpose.
2: Absolutely. And we talk about all of those things. We will lay out a spending plan. What should I be saving? What should I be spending? What debt should I be paying off? Like you talked about earlier, uh, Chrissy, about paying off your own debts first, right? Mm -hmm. So starting early and then starting to save and starting to have a great spending plan that works for you instead of uh, you working for the dollars, the dollars work for you. That's where we wanna get to, right? Um, And the other one, we talk about this one all the time, but it is simple as being purpose-based in your planning. It's setting a retirement goal. It's setting whatever financial goal that you may want to achieve. And it's on that purpose that we can establish the roadmap in, in, in order to get you to where you want to be and to get to that goal. And in that roadmap, having a written plan that is that is tangible, and it's something that you can see and walk by and let guide you, that's going to help you meet the the purposes that we're building the plans for. So we just want to make them achievable. We want to set long-term goals and short-term goals. You want to make sure that you're setting goals that can be accomplished easy, that give you some wins so that Mm -hmm. you can uh, talk like you did, Chrissy, a few minutes ago and say, man, I feel so great because I paid off this debt, right? I feel so great because I've uh, placed some uh, different monies in different buckets that's going to help me through my retirement journey. But then also long-term goals that uh, are saying, you know, we have buckets of money that are growing over a long period of time to make sure that we have stability through our retirement. So we have to keep progress and keep track along the way. But we have to set both short and long term goals.
0: And if you're a little farther along the journey, you can't control in the past, but we can control what's ahead of us. Let's move forward and make the change. If you haven't planned before, that's okay. Let's let's turn about face go 180 the other direction. And let's plan right let's put some uh, action steps to some of these things. So it's not too late. Don't worry if you haven't started. Let that's where we come in, we can partner with you and come up with the creative solutions to help you get to where you want to be and to give you strategies to help you get there. Here's another one. Again, very simple, very basic, but unfortunately, it's something we see broken all too often. Don't live above your means. Stay within your means. If you make $50,000 a year, don't spend $50,000 a year. If you make $100,000 a year, don't spend more than that a year. It's very basic, very logical, but it matters. Because when you do, it's like, you know, a little drip into a sinking ship. You know, a little drip. Ooh, okay. I spent a little too much here. I spent a little too much there. Well, yeah, it doesn't seem like much if it's just a drip, but before you know it, the boat's sinking because you're you're, you're filled with water and you're, what do I do? How did I get here? It was just a little drip. <laughs> but over time, man, it builds up and it can overtake our scenarios. Live below your means and be able to, to put away, save and prepare for your future self.
2: That's right. Um, one that we feel like everyone should do is work with a coach or work with a financial advisor. And so we are independent fiduciary advisors um, and that means we work only for our clients. We do not work for a big box retail firm. We're not trying to sell a product. We're trying to give a service and that's good financial planning. And I would say everyone needs to meet with someone uh, to talk through their retirement goals or through their financial challenges or whatever that may look like. Because working with a financial planner that is doing a good job Job can ensure that you reach those uh, goals maybe even quicker than you could on your own or without the guesswork, at least. Right. And so I know we live in a DIY generation. We live in a generation that wants to YouTube everything. Right. I, yes. I need that sometimes. <laughs> yeah. So it's so, hey, I could, oh, if something breaks, I can fix it. But you know, I look at what we do as more like uh, an electrician or a plumber. Right. I will do it myself on anything, except if it's going to burn my house down or flood my house or, you know, a plumbing issue or electrical issue. No, I'm going to call in an expert on those, right? (laughs) And a good financial plan and a good financial planner, Vanguard just did a study that I read. It's been shown and proven to add around 3% year over year on your portfolio average, if it's done correctly, and you've had good advice. And half of that, just in behavioral coaching, just in helping us through these volatile times that yeah, we face, these right. these markets ups and downs, and and things that we have to approach from an emotional standpoint. Right, it's about keeping our mental state right so that we hit the goals that we want to hit and not just be all over the place. Right, and and uh, pulling out of the market too early or, or entering too early. Or, you know, not taking out uh, early enough. Um, so all of these things to, to help folks stay on track. You should meet with someone today, and that's why we offer a complimentary consultation where we will look into your plans, we will look into your goals, and we will try to put together a roadmap that will get you to those goals more efficiently and effectively.
1: And that all starts with a phone call and setting up a time to sit down with Jay and Brittany Hagee and the team at Allon Planning Partners. You could call right now, set up a time, 800 971 4549 that's 800 971 4549 And get your own plan, your own that's roadmap right. started or reviewed, because it never hurts to get a second opinion, especially on something that's right like as as important as this. And like Jay said, it's it's not like a flex seal just slapping some some tape on there. These are <laughs> these are experts that are gonna walk you through the process and Explain it as in as much detail as you need, because I mean that's what you guys did with me, and now I'm debt free and my credit score went up 80 plus. Way to four. go! I mean, I'm I'm that's such a good feeling. So that's
2: awesome. And I would we want to see everyone yeah. thrive that way. We want to see everyone put themselves and make the decisions to put themselves in good position to reach their goals and reach their financial dreams, right? Um, How do you envision your retirement being? How do you envision how you're going to move from where you're at to get you to that goal, right? And so we want to help put a written plan together for everyone uh, to do just that.
1: And again, 800, 971-4549 is the number. You can also go online and set up a time to sit down with Jay and Brittany on their website, Planning, A-L-L-O-N planning.com. There's also a ton of resources on the website and events like upcoming workshops in the community. That's right. And we're gonna take a short break, but what is coming up on the other side?
0: Coming up next, we're going to talk a bit more about the relationship between our financial health and our physical and mental health.
1: Welcome back to the Allon Exchange with Jay and Brittany Hagee. I'm your consumer advocate, Chrissy Piridis, in studio with the founders of Allon Planning Partners, Brittany Hagee and Jay Hagee. If you would like to sit down, with Jay and Brittany and the team at Alon. They cover all things financial planning. You could call right now 800 971 4549 is the number. That's 800 971 4549. And check them out online at Alon Planning, A L L O N Planning.com. You can also catch them on TV on ABC on Sundays at 11. A.M. and five P.M. and that's right, Jay Brittany. We're you guys mentioned before the break that we were going to dive into some of the physical and emotional impact that your financial health can can take on on you. I guess yeah,
0: that's yeah for sure. And I think this is a a topic that is not really discussed enough, but it should Um, be. That's what I'm saying. Absolutely, because our financial health and physical and mental health all relate to one That's another right. and it it matters and so we just want to talk a bit about that today you know money is emotional it impacts our mental and physical health the way yeah. we look at our money how we feel when we lose money <laughs> how we feel when we make money right it it has an emotional impact or a, an impact on our mental state right and financial stress really can manifest in the physical so like things like insomnia things like digestive issues, compromised immune systems, anxiety, migraines. I mean, think about it. When you lose your job and you don't have your income, what does that do to you? Do you feel good or do you feel
1: bad? Oh my gosh. That's <laughs> typically an overwhelming it has, thing. Yeah.
0: Yeah, so typically it has a really negative impact not just on, you know, your mind and what you're thinking, but on even your body. If you're stressed out, You can tell in your blood pressure, you can tell in the way your stomach knots up and you feel really nervous, right? I mean, very practical things, but we've all experienced these things. And it would be, uh, of us to not acknowledge that Mm -hmm. they're linked, right? And that they, that that link matters. And we need to discuss that. So 60% of Americans are anxious about their finances, 60%. 60%. That's right. Over half of all Americans feel anxiety or fear when talking about their finances. That's huge. And so, I'd say
2: that's risen even further uh since this year when this was taken. This oh, I'm part, sure right?
0: it I wouldn't be a bit surprised. Uh, but it, it does. It it can be, you know, the financial anxiety or fear can be debilitating. Mm-hmm. It can it can lead to decisions that really have a negative impact on your health. Whether you physically feel bad or not, you can make financial decisions that negatively impact your health because you'll forego going to a doctor when you should you'll be like I don't have the money for that copay or you know I I can't pay for that test to be done and so you just put it off put it off which can in turn have a negative impact on your physical body so Mm -hmm. it's like you see kind of how they're all interconnected yeah (laughs) it's it's not really it's not really linear. It's, it's kind of like a plate of spaghetti where it's all connected together. The physical, the emotional, the financial, the physical, all of that is really interconnected. Almost the
1: butterfly effect or something. I mean, but, or like a chain reaction and just as you would go to a doctor and get your regular checkup or physical, you, you probably should be doing the same thing with your, your, finances, right? Like you
2: you definitely should. And so what does financial health look like? What's the what's that look like to you and me? So financial health is I see it, it really indicates our readiness to pay for things now and later, whether they're expected or not. Uh So it's a, you know, am I financially secure and stable to pay for the things I have to pay for now? And then unexpected Mm -hmm. like, right. Do I have emergency funds and things like this? So you need to take a true measurement of your overall financial life. And that is like you said, a physical at Uh the doctor, Um, you need to be getting a physical once a year, you know, you need to be getting a financial exam once a year. And, and so we look at things like your spending plans and habits and, you know, that which looks at income expenses things like that look at your investments and how they're positioned and whether that's causing you undue stress or not whether you're taking more risk than you realize you're taking because when we're taking more risk and we're in a lot of volatility like we are right now that's when you see blood pressures like when he said go mm-hmm. up that's when you see people getting sick at their stomach right when they're losing a lot of money and things like here this. I've,
0: i'll let me back that up with mm-hmm. a statistic i read this this week too this is wild this is a survey done by an asset management from Schroeder's. 58 percent of U.S. investors surveyed agreed that the performance of their investment directly affected their mental health. True. So there, there you go. That's the meat behind what Jay was just referring to. Mm-hmm. There, there's the statistic to show, man, it, the way our, our money moves makes a difference in our mental and emotional health.
2: Yeah. And over the last year, I've seen that firsthand. Yeah. I've seen yeah. many folks call into the show or call into our TV show yeah. or come here and meet us in person in the office or over a Zoom call. And I can feel the stress yeah. on them. Right. Tension. I can feel the tension is because nine times out of ten, they don't understand how their investments are working working, they don't understand because they don't know if they have a true financial plan. That's why you need to work with a fiduciary. That's why we offer a complimentary consultation so that we can say, it doesn't have to be this way. You do not have to live in the uncertainty and the fear which brings on the mental stress and the anxiety when when the markets are moving up or down or Mm -hmm. whatever they're doing uh, or whether interest rates rise or inflation rises because I have a plan that I know that is secure and stable.
0: Yeah. Think about this. Think about how debt impacts our level of worry and anxiety. I mean, just thinking about that, I can imagine it's yes. high, right? Wouldn't oh, you think?
1: It, I can, I mean, I firsthand can totally re- relate and it having just earlier this year, I was, we were talking on a show about rising, uh, rising rates and how long it would take to pay. Yeah. Pay off, pay a down. credit card. Ugh. And I, I, I mean, it, my stomach would churn, I would get mm-hmm. just stressed out, super anxious and, and being able to, to pay all of that off. I mean, it's like a weight has lifted.
0: It, it's literally like a weight lifted, right? It's debt related financial distress increases the odds of developing depression by 51%. Wow! So think about that the correlation between debt and depression, <laughs> the higher the debt, the higher the odds of developing depression, man, that's, oh that's big. And we, that's, we, we experienced that recently as well. We had a family come in and sat down with them and they were sharing a bit of their situation as they always do. We mm-hmm. want to, to really get to know these families and individuals that we get the opportunity to serve. They were sharing with us about their situation. They had well over uh, seven figures in debt, um, student loan debt, mortgage uh consumer debt credit cards vehicles all of that combined Mm -hmm. was well over a million dollars and but they, they made really good money they made excellent money really
2: high wage earners
0: but they were carrying such a load of stress and weight and burden it was definitely impacting them physically and emotionally and of course financially it was it was it was making uh It had a negative impact even on their spending and how they they were. They just kind of continued this cycle of spending, spending, spending because they felt like, man, it's just hopeless. Right. And and
2: that really proved a point that it does not matter what you make. It matters what you keep.
0: Man, that's big.
2: It it doesn't matter if you make ten million dollars a year, if you're spending ten million five dollars a year you're broke Yeah. <laughs> you, 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 and, you're, and you're mentally going to be exhausted, right? So it it doesn't matter what you make. It matters what you keep. And that's why spending plans are important. And that's why a written understandable financial plan is important to have.
0: Be normal. Debt is weird.
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's what Dave
0: Ramsey says, right? I, I love that. I mean, it is. Debt is so normal. Hey, try being different. Try being weird. Try not having any debt. It's, it's life-giving. It's freeing. Yeah. So we want to wrap up this conversation today by is, so what if you are feeling these things if you're feeling the anxiety or the the stress or the mental exhaustion or physical exhaustion because of mm-hmm. your financial situation listen you are not alone so many people are in that same situation but here's where you can turn you can turn and choose to plan you can choose to step out of the anxiety and into What can I do to move forward instead of being reactive to your situation, become proactive and work towards a desired end goal instead of just going on and on with what has been.
2: Absolutely. Take
0: a turn and and put a plan together to move forward.
2: And I would even dare to say if you're feeling that way, right, then it's not abnormal to feel fear or anxiety ever, right? A lot of people can feel that way. But what I would question is, do you have an investment or do you have a financial plan? Do you have an advisor or do you have a financial planner who is working with you to create security in your plan? So, you know, if you do not have that written, understandable financial plan, then I would question, do you have a a way to not feel that way? Right. Do you have um, a way not to feel anxiety and pressure and stress because you don't know? If you're secure or not, you don't know where this plan is leading you. You don't know where this investment's leading you. You just know what you've been told it's made or not Mm -hmm. made for this year, right? Or lost. Average return. That's right. Annual return. What's my return? What's my return? Yeah. (laughs) You cannot live on that. That is not advice. That is just data. You need a written financial plan and an understandable financial plan and a roadmap to get you to your goals. That's why we do purpose-based planning. And that's why we offer that to everyone that we meet with. Uh, And we will help you through that process. You do not have to do it alone. You do not have to worry about, well, I've got all of these investments over here in this bucket. And I've got uh, this person giving me advice over here. And my brother-in-law is telling me to do this with money. Well, you know, take advice from professionals, (laughs) number one, Um, you know, because everybody's situation is different. Um, Your brother-in-law may be really successful at what he does. Your sister may be awesome and be great (laughs) in finances, but I guarantee you, you guys both have different goals and you both have different assets and and you both have different desires, right? Circumstances, period. Uh, Different debts. And I guarantee you, that's the truth too. Um, So what I would want to say, Is make sure you're getting advice from a professional who is independent and fiduciary, which we are. And that's why we open up the phone lines every week and uh, agree to speak with at least 10 folks a week that we can help create a written plan for. That number is 1-800-971-4549. That's 1-800-971-4549. If you do not have a written and understandable financial plan, you need to give us a call today because that's what you'll have when you leave us.
0: And listen, it's not a, this isn't a gimmick or a, you know, call and we'll no. make all your dreams come true it's real <laughs> yeah this this isn't that kind of thing this is we're not trying to get something from you we're trying to get something to you we're trying to help provide some creative solutions we're not magicians, but man, we want to help provide some tangible solutions for where you are because you don't have to go it alone. So if you are feeling anxiety, if you are feeling stress and burdened down or weighed down because of your financial situation, there is hope. That's the bottom line. There is hope. And we want to come alongside of you and help you realize that.
1: And we are going to take our last break, but it is your favorite time of the week when we get back.
2: That's right. We'll be ready to answer some of the questions that we received this week from our listeners.
1: We are back on the Allon Exchange with Jay and Brittany Hagee, founders of Allon Planning Partners. If you have any questions for Jay and Brittany, you could call 800 971 4549. That's 800 They specialize in all things financial planning, their team in every sense of the word, team. their partners in business, their husband and wife, and friends too, I am guessing, right? Absolutely. No. <laughs>
2: yeah.
1: Uh, but they have got you covered and they dedicate a segment Each week to answering your questions live on the show. So you guys ready to dive into some? Let's go. Let's do it. We're going to start in Chattanooga with George. I have to start taking my required minimum distributions this year and have three different IRAs. Should I take some money from each account or take it all from one?
0: Yeah, so the law is pretty clear on that one. Uh, So when you're talking about IRAs specifically, uh, you have to calculate the actual RMD amount separately for each of those accounts each year. But you can aggregate those RMD distributions Mm -hmm. and take all of them from just one. So you can get the correct amounts from each account. And then you have the total dollar amount that you could choose to take just from one IRA. Now it's different for 401ks, those you cannot aggregate, you have to remove the, you have to take those distributions from those s- accounts separately.
2: Uh, yeah, and that's all the factual side of it. And I would also say, uh, George, that this is where having a financial plan is huge, because you you know the law right we can tell you the law you can aggregate these accounts and you know take the distributions from one you know for all or you cannot do that with a 401k but should you is a yeah, different question that's good. you know what can you do and what should you do mm-hmm. um so what i would say is let us look and help you make sure you have a financial plan because how are each of those IRAs positioned? Because you may want to draw from one because it's positioned a different way than the other three, or you may want to take them from all three depending on how they're positioned. Mm -hmm. So I would say, it requires a bit more digging on our behalf. Legally, we can tell you what you can and cannot take them from and if you can aggregate them or not. But should you is a is a bigger question, and that's why we call in, and we would love to dig through those with you and tell you where you should take them from.
1: And if you have a question similar to George, you can always call 800-971-4549 and set up a time to sit down with Jay and Brittany at no cost or obligation. You could also go online to allonplanning.com. That's A-L-L-O-N planning.com and set up a time to sit down with them directly from the website. And to Hickson next, where Ronald has a question for Jay and Brittany. I am self-employed and trying to save for retirement. I'm 62 years old and plan to Retire my full retirement age at 67. I make 40,000 a year, have 150,000 in an IRA, and contribute 6,500 a year to it. What else can I do to save for retirement without a 401k?
2: That's a great question, uh, Ronald, and that's one we get a lot because we work with a lot of small business owners and we work with uh, a lot of self-employed em- folks. So, if you are a self-employed person, you do have other options. Um, one of those options, and I, I could I could go over three or four, but I'll just hit on because a lot of people do not know about this one, and it's called a SEP IRA or a self-employed pension plan. So, you can contribute up to a limit of sixty-six thousand dollars into a SEP IRA, now that's huge, why? Because you can contribute only $7,500 a year being older than 50 into your IRA. So you can contribute up to $66,000 pre-tax and take some of your self-employed income over to a basically a self 401k plan in a SEP IRA. So that's one option. But you do have many options that we could dig through. And we help many small business owners like yourself and self employed folks make that transition of how should I create a financial plan myself? How should I create a retirement plan for myself being that I'm not employed by anyone giving me a 401k. So you have options and we'd be glad to explore each one of those with you when you set an appointment.
1: The number two, set up an appointment with Jay and Brittany is 800-971-4549. That's 800-971-4549. And in Cleveland, next, Mary's question for Jay and Brittany. I'm inheriting a small IRA this year. Can I wait until year 10 after the death of my father to take the full distribution Or do I have to follow a RMD schedule, required minimum distribution schedule, and take out some every year for 10 years?
2: Okay, yeah. uh, The law did change on this uh, in the last year or so, and it was a stretch IRA. You used to be able to take the RMD over your lifetime as the beneficiary, right? And the IRS did do away with that law, or Congress did, and now they put in place a law that says within 10 years of the date of death, you have to take the full distribution. That doesn't mean that you have to take some every single year. that just means by year 10 or a, or a certain amount every single year I should say but by year 10 you should have that account completely transitioned over into an account with your name on it or or in out of the uh, RMD available account.
0: And if it is an IRA, which I think you mentioned that it was, you've got to consider that all the distributions from this account will be taxed as ordinary income because it's an IRA. That's right. Or it, to you, it will be a beneficiary IRA or an inherited IRA. So you need to consider that when when you're planning to take distributions from those accounts as well, because those distributions will increase your taxable income. So that's something else to consider when looking at maybe a strategy over the next 10 years to -hmm. withdraw the funds.
1: And thank you to Mary for that question. Next up is Phyllis and Dalton. Does my employer's matching contribution count towards the maximum I can contribute to my 401k plan?
2: That's a really easy one. It does not. No. Yeah, it does not. You, you, you it does not count towards your contribution. And actually, in twenty twenty three, these contribution limits went up. Increased. Absolutely. So you can actually funnel twenty two thousand five hundred dollars into your four hundred one k this year, uh, wow. in twenty twenty three. And if, if you're, you're over,
0: over 50, fifty,
2: you get a big catch up provision. That's what is that? Right, seventy five hundred dollars. So what that means in total is that you can contribute $30,000 of your salary into a 401k plan, and it does not count the employer match. So huge, that huge sounds good. Uh, that sounds like position. A, Absolutely. that's excellent. a great thing.
0: Good thing. Excellent.
2: The government does want to encourage people to save more, right? (laughs) They do want to encourage people to save more money so that uh, not all of us are only worried about Social Security alone for retirement, but that we are planning and doing good planning ourselves. So they're allowing those uh, positions to be increased this year to where if you're over 50, you have $30,000 that you can put away uh, of your money into a 401k. So
0: if you have a 401k available to you through your work and you're not utilizing it, Maybe a good idea to take a look at that, especially if your employer is offering a match, because you're just throwing away free money if you don't take that. That's right. That is huge. Think about that over time and we, how that that compounds mm-hmm. over years we and We always
2: encourage people at least contribute to the matching limit if you're going to do the bare minimum. Right, mm-hmm. at least get that free money from the employer.
1: Uh, to George, Ronald, Mary, and Phyllis, thank you so much for those questions. And if you have questions you'd like to ask Brittany and Jay, you could call and share those with us. We could feature them on another program. The number is 800-971-4549. And I want to hand it off to you guys for your final thoughts for the week.
2: So this week we really just wanted to focus on some Core things and core components. So, like tax planning, do you have a comprehensive financial plan that includes tax planning? Also, you know, just some basic financial planning tips like start saving early, set a purpose based plan in motion ultimately, everything that we're talking about is to get you as a listener into a place to where you're not stressed out about money all the time, where you're not wearing yourself sick. So that financial and physical health that we talked about in segment three um, will not be overwhelming to you, right? And the reason that we can help or the way that we can help in not making that overwhelming is putting together a written plan. And and so if you call in today, uh, and uh, that's the offer that we're making to you, we will set with you and go through your plan. We will go through a goal-based planning for you and your situation. And how can we most efficiently and effectively move you from where you're at to where you want to be? And that's financial security within retirement, or that may be, Hey, I want to buy a new car every four years or whatever the financial goal may be. We want to put together solutions so that you have a way to get a roadmap to get to the place you want to be. So if you call today, 800-971-4549. That's 1-800-971-4549. We would love to meet with you and your family, learn more about you and put together a tangible, understandable written financial plan for you and your family. Investment advisory services are offered through
0: Foundations Investment Advisors LLC and SEC Registered Investment Advisor. The content provided is intended for informational and educational purposes only. The views, statements, and opinions expressed herein are those of the individual speakers and not necessarily those of foundations and its affiliates. The information contained herein does not constitute an offer to sell any securities or represent an express or implied opinion or endorsement of any specific investment opportunity, offering, or issuer. Any discussion of performance or returns is not indicative of future results. Each individual investor situation is different, and any ideas provided may not be appropriate for your particular circumstances. Foundations only transacts business in states where it is properly registered or is excluded or exempted from registration requirements. As an investment advisor is not an endorsement of the firm by securities regulators and does not mean that the advisor has achieved a specific level of skill or ability. No legal or tax advice is provided. Always consult with a tax professional. All rights reserved. Bernie Hage is not an investment advisor representative with foundations and does not provide investment advisory services. Alon Planning does have a Foundations investment advisor representative that can provide these resources.